situation of this kind or every crisis, the first thing it calls for is leadership. Mm. You must take responsibility. Two, you must be very clear. Three, you have to speak out. You have to explain. Mm. You have to be very articulate. You mm. must be very, very clear what the issue is and what needs to be done. Is the organization's point of pink making its message? You're in luck. 8020 Marketing helps organizations identify the need for seamless communication and perfect channels to reach their target segment in all over East Africa. This conversation is on corporate reputation. It's me, your host, Aggie Patricia Tiromwe, and our guest today, an influencer. He's been running businesses to act in solidarity with the government to take their place in curbing the impact of COVID-19. With the entire world operating in the new normal, actions are speaking louder than words and relevance is being built by empathy. This has to be authentically backed by commitments businesses are making to their own employees, which are driving consumer perception more than ever before. A crisis is a time for command and control management. It names a communication commander, and who in this case is Robert Kabushenga. Welcome to the 8020 podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much, Patricia. The full impact of reputation from all of this has yet to be felt. What has been the coronavirus impact in terms of corporate reputation? I think this called many people off guard because they didn't, nobody had ever expected this to anticipate what the reputational damage would be. So quite a few people were lost. Mm -hmm. So those who understood the social impact of this were able to step out and show the world Mm -hmm. that they cared about the effect of this virus on society. And they came out to present themselves as not just empathetic, but also genuinely helpful and to show that they were able to assist in the fight. Mm-hmm. And we're continuing to see the impact of corporate actions and communications and reputation with consumers yes. and social media applauding the goodwill of those companies and then calling out the others. Some argue it starts with employee communications, with initial communications focused on what businesses are doing to protect their own employees, and then evolving to what those companies are doing to contribute to the crisis in general. Attention has shifted from marketing to crisis communication, and after lockdown, I guess it might shift to internal communication. What have been your priorities in terms of communications, uh, first as a CEO of New Vision, and then as the private sector influencer over the past few weeks? So first of all, it was important for my members of staff to understand the risks that we faced from the virus and to explain to them, one, why we had to have increased levels of hygiene, and two, why we had to do social distancing and decongest the office, and why they had to learn to work from home. So I had to explain to them that this was a really, really risky illness. So we moved about two weeks earlier than everyone else. So we started implementing all these rules. Secondly, I knew or could foresee that soon companies would be coming to us in the media, seeking to project themselves as caring about their reputations. So I decided to be proactive Mm. and reach out to them so that I could help them to manage carefully how they are perceived and how they are seen. And it was important for me to keep informing people, especially in social media and now on the other platforms, 
mm. what the other companies were doing because these are my business partners so mm. i have to help them mm. to be seen as doing good so that was the second level right. the third one is yet to come because we are not we haven't yet felt the full effect yeah and then we have to prepare people for lockdown. What does lockdown mean? Mm-hmm. How are they to comply mm-hmm. while continuing to produce the newspaper? Yeah. So that's where we are. Thanks to you, we've seen yes. a dramatic increase in the frequency and variety of CEOs and just leadership communication. This crisis and every crisis demands unification of effort. Uh, leaders yes. in the private sector and the Minister of Health, Jenna Chen, is naming you the communication Caesar. And you and some other leaders are also reporting to the president on overseeing the response fund. You of all people are in a better position to know what is needed at the moment, from sanitation, equipment, to the hard-pressed medical services, along with the food distributed. In your quest to rally other CEOs in this fight, are there companies that have gone above and beyond in responding to your cry? I don't want to measure Everybody right. that has responded has gone. I mean, even just the mere fact of responding yeah. is already going above and beyond because it's not their regular work to do this. These are business people. Mm-hmm. But they've done so many things. They've put resources. They've given ideas. They've gone out of their way to fundraise. Yeah. So every single person that I have named who has stepped forward mm-hmm. has gone above and beyond in more ways than one. Right. This is the one crisis that called for leadership. Yeah. So everybody who is a leader has stepped forward with ideas on how this thing can be managed, how we can better manage ourselves, how we can help the government, how we can help ordinary people. Yeah. So we've had shared experiences of leadership. We have shared resources. It's mm-hmm. been one of those uh, very, very, I mean, everyone, and you can't measure it because some people have a lot of resources. Yeah. Some people don't have a lot of resources. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you look, some of them, like the national water people, I mean, they didn't have to do this, but they set up uh, tanks of water for people to wash their hands. Mm-hmm. The MTNs and the telecoms set up communications call centers. Those who had money brought money. Yeah. Those who could give fuel gave fuel. All of which things which we coordinated together with the group to understand that those things were needed in the fight. And they did this very early on mm-hmm. when we hadn't even realized how serious this would be. So mm-hmm. I think everybody that has responded has gone above and beyond. I couldn't agree more with you. Um, I think this crisis has been the perfect example where leadership, innovation, and inspiration meet to show what can be done. So we are seeing brands step up with creative efforts to address needs. The good news is that people are responding to the situation well. So some can be pointed out for their great efforts in increasing amounts of the food supplied, um, the testing capabilities, while gaining applause for it. We've all learned quite a lot in this time. So... It, it's also been a time of failing fast and learning daily for your case. Yes. What lessons have you learned and what opportunities are there? So first of all, every situation of this kind or every crisis, the first thing it calls for is leadership. Mm-hmm. You must take responsibility. Two, you must be very clear. Three, you have to speak out. You have to explain. Mm-hmm. You have to be very articulate. You yeah. must be very, very clear what the issue is and what needs to be done. Mm-hmm. And that's where I really have to admire Dr. Jenna Cheng because mm-hmm. she became the master of communication. Very mm-hmm. clear, very mm-hmm. articulate, and knew what the problem was. Mm-hmm. And once it's very defined, so in such a situation, define the problem, articulate it, let everybody understand it, and repeat and repeat and repeat. And that's where the president as well 
has been an excellent communicator. Yeah. Secondly, being humble mm. and ask for help. Everybody once in their lives will always need help. Yes. And they will never forget you when you help them. Right. So never be shy to ask for help mm. in such situations. Yeah. And then number three, remember that you're not doing this for yourself or for the credit. Right. You're doing this because doing it depends on you. Right. We'll come to articulating things later on. But for clarity, I feel like a number of advertisers have begun to do exactly what needs to be done. They're expressing empathy and support from their capabilities, not just hoping yes. product. And maybe in exactly. time, we'll return to messaging, you know, that will drive revenue and, you know, yes. drive our economy. So looking at yes. history, the recovery is not going to be a moment in time. Like, it will be no. a sort of phased era. Yes. And for you as CEO... What will be the major corporate communication challenges as we come out of this? It is understanding the new normal, as it's being called, mm. and then explaining it to the people that I lead mm. and its implications to us and what we need to do. Right. That will be the challenge when we get back. And I don't think there will be a recovery. I think mm. we'll move on to something completely different. So I think that we shouldn't look too much about how we'll communicate on recovery, we should look at how, what how we will understand the new normal and yeah. what it need, what will need to be done. Right. And in your view, how has this entire situation impacted business PR or communications in the long in term? In a big way, because first of all, we don't know what the world is going to look like mm -hmm. after this. Two, everyone is now on COVID. Nobody is interested in anything else. Right. So you've got to be very careful mm. not to be pushing brands and stuff. Yes. That's most important mm -hmm. in your communications. If you don't have anything to say, keep quiet. Yeah. But if you have something to say, mm -hmm. it had better be to do with COVID or with how to help people yeah. overcome this fight to be a proper citizen mm -hmm. that is helpful. Otherwise, mm -hmm. you help yourself a big favor by keeping quiet. Right. Do you have any advice for MSMEs or SMEs on engagement? They're going to have to reach out to their customers. They're going to have to find them using non-traditional methods. Right. They're going to have to invest in understanding their customers, what has changed, what are the challenges, and then provide answers. Because people are anxious. That's the one thing that we as communicators need to understand. Right. People have fears. Mm -hmm. People are anxious. There is so much uncertainty. Nobody knows what's going to happen next. There's all sorts of social fears, loss of jobs, mm -hmm. uh, the impact on the economy, uh, will this illness become an explosive? Another will, it, will there be another round mm. of this? How bad will it be? Yeah. So there is a lot of anxiety. And so if you're going to commute, you need to talk to your people yeah. and allay their fears and be seen to be understanding their problem. Mm. But they're going to need to do that in order to get back into business. Yeah, because we're all having to adapt, to be flexible, just agility is needed. Just try new ways of doing things and be relevant to your clients or customers in different you're, and meaningful ways. You're going to have to be on your feet 24 hours. <laughs> Thank you so much, Robert. It's you're been wonderful welcome. having you in this conversation. This situation prompts big questions and will surface as the immediate task of getting through this period. Purpose, caring for people, our communities and the wider society will require communicators to not just be the messenger, but be the supporter of a wider action plan and narrative through, throughout the organization. Otherwise, what's the point?
While different sectors and brands will undoubtedly have different priorities during the year, the 8020 Podcast is your source of knowledge and insight into what's happening around you. Special thanks go out to Chad Matovu, the sound engineer, Umisha Jiwala for the sounds of Uganda Music Soundtrack, Michael Muller and Amanda Kalistoma.